You found the Love Flight Podcast. I'm Paul Tizard, Fear of Flying Coach, and I've been helping nervous flyers since 1997. So in this podcast, you are going to find aviation experts, psychologists, coaches, enthusiasts, and people normal, just like you, who have overcome their fears. Welcome. Welcome to the Love Flight Podcast, Adriana. Thank you so much for giving your time to enjoy us today. Really keen to hear your story. So, uh, well, thank you for having me. Um, but yeah, I'm Adriana, and I, I love to travel, but unfortunately, my fear of flying has kind of hindered, put a bit of a temporary stop to it for a little while. Um, I haven't right. had to do as much traveling as I've wanted to. Mm. Um, because it is, it, it's quite, it is quite a debilitating feeling, really. Kind of, yeah, yeah. It takes over completely and comes completely irrational. Your rational way just leaves you immediately when you're kind of get to the point of the airport. <laughs> so tell us, to um, rewind a bit. So tell us how it started. Did we, it was, a, were you always nervous? Fire was it? So it's crept up on you. No, um, I wasn't. So the first time I flew, I was twenty-one. I went to um, Ibiza. The bit, you know, I freaked out on takeoff, you know, and felt like I was going to fall to the moon or something. But, you know, it really, well, I was fine. It was absolutely fine. The flight home and was really tired. And I didn't even think anything of it. It's almost like my brain shut down when I got onto the plane. Yeah. It was just like getting any other mode of transport. Mm. Not care. The tablets made me feel a bit sick, but other than that, was not bothered. So that was 2015. And then 2019, I went to Cuba. And I made the fatal error of staying up all night because I thought, I'm in my flight. I've got to be at the airport at six in the morning. Right. I'm in my flight. I stayed up all night, drank about two bottles of wine, drank <laughs> coffee, and they are made the trigger for my anxiety, generally speaking. Um, I got to the airport and thought, what am I doing? This is not good. Mm-hmm. Got on the plane on takeoff and began hyperventilating. Right. Started panicking because of the knowledge of I'm flying over the Atlantic in mm. seven hours, there's no land. And I was just in a massive panic. I spent being eight hours with the sea. Right. Um, yeah. Absolutely terrified. Landed in Cuba, come home um, on the way back at the same. I was absolutely petrified the whole way. Everybody mm. was asleep on the plane. Mm. Why the way gripping <laughs> to the armrest. And then um, I did a fly for a little while because um, of COVID and everything. Um, and then I had a couple more trips where I went away. Anxiety was really bad, but I was fortunate enough to have friends with me who were really understanding, um, like really, really understanding. But, you know, I, sorry, can I just rewind a bit? Because that's really interesting. That bit where you said where you flew on your wine and uh, coffee diet, do you think it was that or was there anxiety underneath it anyway? I think there was a slight anxiety just about the fact that I'm flying over the Atlantic Ocean. Mm. I've never done that before. And obviously, and now I know that they do have emergency routes, but I didn't know that at the time. Right. And it freaked me out. It really freaked me out. But I think um, I would have been able to hold it together if it wasn't for the wine and coffee. Um, and I think the catalyst of my fear was that panic attack. 
Mm. I don't think I would have a fear now if I didn't have that one panic attack at that time. Yeah. But it's, the fear now, it's not about being in fashion. It's not about uh, any medical emergencies. It's my fear is my behavior. That's what I'm scared of, mm. having mm. panic attacks. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you still got the fear at the moment? You say, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got that on. I went to Turkey earlier this year, and um, for the first time in years, I flew medication-free, alcohol-free. Got on the plane, absolutely loved it. Um, there was Tungjul with me, so we had um, fun, like, guessing what country we were flying over. It was great. And and then I went to Greece the week before last, and it was really bad. Okay. So what changed? So you sound like, um, so, so, so from my point of view, then, so you've had a bad experience. So to start with a not great, then you've had a bad experience. Then you've had a good one. Then you've had a bad experience. So what's going on? <laughs> um, I think um, I think it was too rushed. Uh, I got a phone call from my mum. Let's go on holiday next week. And I was mm. like, oh, okay. Usually I plan and I plan everything. I usually have, have my medication in my bum bag when I travel. I have um, all my little notepads with books to read. I have my yeah. know, stay calm and yeah. I forgot to pack it because it was so rushed. I got on the plane and I sat down and I thought, I don't want to do this. And I tried to get off the plane. Right. And I was like, no, sit down. So I did. And the whole holiday was ruined with me just crying every day. I felt flat within Crete. So I couldn't get any other form of transport back. Yeah. Really, realistically, it wasn't really possible. So it was just it was just an all round horrible holiday with the panic. Um, I went to fly home and refused to get on the plane. I was like, I can't do it. I whipped on the plane, uh, went into the cockpit with the pilots. He tried to calm me down, and I was just like, I can't do it. So what were you um, thinking? What what do you think was going on for you at that point then? That made it so bad. My my rational brain just kind of left. We have really bad turbulence flying out. I've mm. not been really been scared of tabular before, but it was really bad, really, really bad. And I got really scared. Um, right. I made the error. I had a look on the turbulent gap, and I thought, <laughs> it was going to be serious. So I thought, oh, no, I can't do this. I'm really just, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I got mine, and it caused the whole drama. I had to go and get another hotel room, took a whole right. another flight. Yeah. Um, I even had to go to the hospital to sort out my anxiety because it was so mad. Crikey. Um, really bad. Yeah. So they um, prescribed me some medication. The next morning, I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, You are getting on that plane. You, we don't have time for any more crying in or stuff off plane. You are getting on that plane. So, what um, made the difference? Said, so where did that come from then? That inner result? Um, I just realised I can't live in Greece. I can't live, in <laughs> I can't live here. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, it'd be nice, but yeah. I can't. Yeah. I mean, then it was if I don't get on this flight, then there's no option. You know, what would that have to be put out to sleep to get home? I think mm. I just nearly have to. I can't create anymore. I have to get on that flight. And also, I listened to the podcast on repeat, episode 130 on repeat. Um, also, um, that night, well, actually, for a couple of nights on the holiday, I was listening to um, Fear of Flying Hypnosis and Paddock Attack Hypnosis. Mm. Um, and I think that helped, but also um, my support at home was amazing because people were having compassionate people around me. Yeah, yeah. Really, really helped. 
and talking to the airline is a really good. It has been great for me over the years with my other flight, not even just for that particular mm. flight. There was a flight from Barcelona. I was really, really scared, and the airline saw me got on. I was crying my eyes out, and um, they sat an FUE pilot next to me, which is absolutely lovely of them. And he took me through each noise. Wow. Um, why the plane goes like this when we're taking off? He was like, oh, yeah. it's trying to avoid noise. Yeah. And it just made me feel so much better. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. I so you've hired that really... pilot for every flight? I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had some great experiences with fantastic flight attendants because they're trained in what they do and they probably come across people like me every day and it's just my more for that point, you know. Mm. Really, really helpful. So where are you now then in terms of your fear of flying? Right now, I'm due to go to Mexico in December and I'm mm-hmm. possibly not going to go. What? In, I know, I know, I know. But um, Dieter said something in the 130 episode um, and he said, if you're not going to get on the plane, there's no shame in that. It was something along these lines. You need to have a plan in order. You yeah. can't just be, I didn't go, and then you're feeling ashamed. Yeah. And I feel like that's where I'm at. I need to work on my theory. I need to um, look at um, a first flying course, uh, the 30 day program. That's, that's where I'm at, really. I'm, I'm kind of giving myself at the end of the month to make the decision. Oh, um, I've got a plan in place, and that's what important at the moment i think yeah so that's really interesting so this is recorded uh we're doing this uh i don't know what the date is today but we're near the end of september yeah so this is a good this is good so you're this this is a great one actually because we can now have permission to stalk you don't we (laughs) so right what's going on so yeah are you in the are you on the Facebook group? You're in the Love Flight Facebook group? Yeah. yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Are you under a code name or is it your real name? It's my real name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But anyone listening, permission to stalk her, offer encouragement, positive vibes, anything you want to do. So okay, so so you've said you said that you've got to make you're gonna make a decision by the end of the month what you're gonna do. Yeah. What where's your head at at the moment? My, I'm, I'm kind of in two places at the moment. Uh, it's with one blip, but I've made such massive progress. Yeah. Um, you know, and knowledge is power, and I've learned so much about aviation. It's actually, it's almost like a love-hate relationship I have with aviation. I think it's incredible, but my fear is like, look. Yeah. So, um, I'm kind of at a place where... I think I've made progress. That was then blip, but then there's another part of me that was like, well, actually, that was a major blip. That was the biggest blip I've mm. had. One to put myself through ten days in the Americas, where there's no other op- option to get home other than flying, and just being having panic attacks every day. I just, I'm a bit in the fence at the moment, but I just know that I am going to do a course, one hundred percent. Okay. It was interesting what you're telling yourself about that that situation. You're already telling yourself, I don't want to get there for 10 days, not be able to get back any other way, have a panic attack every day. So not every other day. You can have a daily one, 
I mean, yeah. you'll set your alarm, get out. Oh, panic. Is it? I mean, <laughs> panic yeah, I'm, I'm giving, you know, I'm trying to do a bit of helpful um, interrogating you. So it's like, you kind of already imagine, aren't you, what that situation is. And so and, and right now, you've actually got, so what date would it be in December? The 4th of December. Right, okay. So you've got a good chunk of time, haven't you, to decide. When yeah. do you have to make a decision by? Um, so um, I've decided that I'm giving myself until the 30th. Uh, um, so, oh, actually, I haven't even got until a couple of weeks. I've only got, like, <laughs> a couple of days. But, yeah, yeah, I'm giving myself until the 30th to kind of make my mind up of what I'm going to mm. do. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I think the person I'm travelling with, she she said to me that worst case scenario, we get to the airport and you can't get on the plane. There's no train and the plane just go, it's fine. No feel too disappointed. So I don't feel that intense pressure um on making a decision. But I do really I feel like if I can conquer that flight, then maybe one day I can go for Australia, I can go to New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. so so that's that's interesting. So this so do you want to ask you a few questions around this? You know, so I'm just I'm curious about your kind of the motivation area. You know, so what's the the Mexico flight about? So me and my friends we um, booked like the, well a holiday to um, Mexico earlier this year. Mm-hmm. She had a chronic flying and she's conquered it. And she was like, "Well, if I can conquer my fear of flying, let's do a transatlantic flight." And I was like, "Well, I'm kind of at the same place, so let's yeah. um, get to it." Um, because this was after I went to Turkey and I had that fantastic flight. We were, I was really ready for it. I was thinking, you know, I might be a little bit anxious, but I've got this. Right, okay. There's a couple of questions I've got to ask now, okay. And the two questions, right, what do you do that's different for Turkey, right? So how did you set yourself up for success in that one? And also, second question, answering what I've already liked, what did your friend do? How did she get advised, all right? Okay, okay. So, um, as for my friend, she she's a, a tough love kind of person for herself. So she feels very tough on herself. And mm. she said, and um, she just puts on some music that makes her feel powerful on takeoff. So she puts it on on full blast. And she said that when she first did it, tears were streaming down her face and she was mm. holding on to the, the armrest that it just made her feel so much better. And from there, she flies by herself now. And no medication, nothing. She gets on the plane absolutely fine so for her i think it was just about feeling believing that she's strong enough to do it mm. like yeah why was turkey so good what happened um, what you do then because you obviously got the resources haven't you you can do it once you can do it again so let's go what are we playing up um yeah i'm thinking what i did is i watched a lot of um flight takeoff simulation videos before and it was always takeoff that i didn't like takeoff was the problem for me so I've watched a lot of those videos on the lead up. I also just kind of flipped myself down. I remember the night before that horrible feeling in my stomach. And I said to myself, we haven't really got time for that feeling. Just don't yeah. it. You're going to feel it. And that's yeah. okay. It's like the mantra that I remember saying to myself frequently is, it's a feeling, it's not a fact. And I would say that all the time on the way to the airport. Um, I had a little grizzle when I got when we were looking for you know the little bit to get on the plane. Yeah, that one thing, the yeah, little jet finger thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had a little grizzle, but I just kept repeating that mantra. I tried to do that in voice, but I think that I thought it was just too powerful that time. I don't know what I kind of let slip. 
But yeah, I think, um, and also I, uh, flying with people who could be compassionate for my fear makes massive difference to me. So my best friend, she sat with me, she held my hand, and we sat there and guessed each other's granddad's middle name. And we take my mind off the fact that we were taking off. Um, and by that point, I was like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. How yeah. blessed are we to be able to travel like this? Yeah. So, yeah. So that was the turkey. So you... She had a bit of distraction. How long before? Because I'm tr- what I'm trying to do is understand. You know, I, I get the fact that the creep one was quicker. You know, there's a week's notice. So how long before the turkey one were you preparing yourself? I mean, I had my bag packed like two weeks before. I had my my anxiety kit, you know, care package already ready on right okay we'll come back to the care package okay what about the videos and stuff you're watching how long before that were you doing it how, how often i would say i'd say from the weekly night every single night sometimes multiple times in a day and then before that it was yeah like every couple of nights Friday throughout the week and so who did you recommend anyone in particular that you're watching is it just general pilot take off with um yeah it was um uh, yeah actually um i followed a couple of um pilots the pilot maria i think i'm all right oh yeah uh, yeah he works for ryan another pilot and should have written down and on so make the beat her up she also works for ryan as well and they usually take off from sunset and they have their children and you know you see them coming back with their kids and stuff and you think well, why would you do this job mm-hmm. Get high to you know, so they really normalize it. Like sometimes they do like makeup tutorials and it just humanizes them even more. Like, you're not just a robot, is it? In this cockpit, you know, you're just you got know. beauty tips as well. Excellent, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, that, that really helped. Also, um, delete my TikTok before I go on holiday now as well. Um, because it, I'll be like typing in like the place where I'm going. It comes up with a lot of triggering videos. It's almost yeah. I don't know. I've been looking at like um, pilot takeoff videos, and then the next video is not great. So TikTok, I have to delete that. That's a big trigger for me. Yeah, that's no, that's a smart move actually because yeah. it it does feed off what you search for, doesn't it? So it kind of just knows. Yeah. Okay, tell us about your uh, care kit. What's in that? Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> All the secrets, you know, there's no secrets on this podcast. <laughs> so I have my bag and I also have... Do, do you use them or are they kind of just there just in case? And, um, so when I went Very to Very practical questions. Yeah, sorry. It's, a, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, when I went to Dad's I didn't use them. I talked to the first time. Um, I didn't take them, but I required a, a bigger dose. Right, okay. So, so diazepam, yeah, Outside. just in case, um, yeah. Break glass, just in case, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I was going to have um, recipes, sickness, fabulous turning, make me feel a bit ill. Um, I also take some um, crystals with me. I don't know, like, okay. but I have like a safe travel um, crystal care package. So I put that in my bag. Okay, is it a particular um, crystal? Because some people will want, will want to know. Is it one that's uh, like your birthstone one, or is it just a ramp? Like a whole bit. Um, um, I'll take a picture of it and I'll pop it on the um, the yeah, yeah, point. Okay. Um, but someone will ask me. They'll go, "What crystals yeah. do you use?" You know. Yeah, yeah. I think there's like uh, amethyst in there, obsidian. There's a whole mm. array of the little bag that I keep. 
Um, I also I've, um, I've take a book with me, and a book that I'm really enjoying because that really takes my mind off it because I'm just you know, deep, deep into the book really. So you can you book. can read them when you when you fly to be nervous. So once I'm up in the air, so, I mean there has been like that flight from Cuba. I couldn't even watch TV. I couldn't mm-hmm. read anything. I mean, barely do. I'm anxious, but. Um, after a while, having that care package has helped me be able to take my mind off star. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. yeah. Anything else in the package? That's quite a good um, list so far. Yeah, I think that is usually about, I mean, I've done, downloaded some programs on my laptop. I always make sure I do that because that mm-hmm. means that I'm looking forward to something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then um, I always try to book my seat and pick my feet before I get on the plane as well. I like to sit at the front of the plane. Um, yeah. I feel like I feel the intensity of the takeoff as much when I'm at the front. Mm. Um, Which is I true. Know, you don't you don't feel as much. So it's true. Yeah, no, no, it just it just feels so much better sitting at the front and also be snacks there. So, so you know. Oh, no, yeah. So there's another motive here going on. <laughs> Feed me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and then um, I like to. Get a middle seat. I know a lot of people don't really like to be oh, a seat. Right. right to sit between two people so I can hold both their hands because I'm panicking. Oh. Right, okay. Yeah. Do you have to know them or is it it's optional? Um, not always. I mean, on my flight back from the most recent one, I said to the lady next to me, I didn't know her from Adam, I said, I'm going to have to hold your hands on both of so um yeah and she she was actually a solo traveler and she was i've been sort of fine it's fine don't worry about it you know yeah. she wasn't available for her then either i guess <laughs> okay so you know because uh, i see a sub a side service that we could be offering you know, yeah and yeah. hand holding um you know hand-holding. yeah but I think well, I Pete Higgins does this. Not not necessarily handball. He does do the accompanying flight. You know the the guy who did oh, the yeah. flight checklist. Yeah, and I know he's well, done quite a few of these over the years. So he might be able to hire. You could have your own sort of like um, yeah. Pete Higgins next to you. That'd be amazing. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm sure I'm sure he'd love to do that. You know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you go to Mexico. That's the rubber thing. Yeah. Of course. Of course. But that checklist um, again, I've I've saved that to my phone. That's great because on takeoff, what used to freak me out the most was you take off, everything seems fine, and then you just feel this little jet back. And it used to, like, my sensory mm. would just leave my body and I would feel like I'm falling out of the back of the plane. Yeah. But it's actually just, I think somebody said the pilot said to me, it's just coming back to the throttle. Yeah. Something right. like that. Yeah. And um, it was on the checklist and it, it reminded me mm. that's actually fine. Normal. Yeah. If they didn't do that, then you should probably worry, maybe. I don't know, you know. Yeah. Well, if you didn't do that, then you're then you're being very noisy. It's just a noise reduction yeah. thing. That's all it is. So the only so there'll be no trouble. You said there'll be no trouble for you. It'll just be for people who live near the airports getting annoyed. Yeah, right. I can't oh yeah, it, it all yeah, it makes it makes sense. Mm. I mean those are my sweeps of but it's just an air high death issue of duty. And uh, they were saying to me, um, everything about a plane is so fascinating because it's all built to be in the air. Yeah. Um, the armor, they're built in this in a way for flying. And mm. the cutters, they don't lift up for a reason, you know. And just knowing all of that made me feel a lot better, really. 
Yeah. Um, cause knowledge is power. I've been, I've been about really the more yeah. you know about aviation. Yeah. Or it'll make you feel. Yeah. I think that is true. I mean, I always say this is that there's lots of reasons to having the fear, but one of the things which is a, a thing to fix, if that's the right word or to look to address, maybe that's a better word is that, you know, or what, what's my, what do I believe about flying? Because sometimes the fear can be the thing that's holding the, the fear up is an incorrect belief or assumption or, you know, you know, you, you only know what you know, don't you? There aren't passenger training courses. So people don't know the stuff that you know when you work in aviation. So suddenly you get all that out of the way, all that's left is kind of what am I telling myself about this experience, you know? Yeah. It's a bit of a feeling. Mm. Yeah, no, I like it. The feeling is not that, you know, the feeling is, it, it is overwhelming, you know, mm. like when I get a feeling in the stomach of anxiety, it's very overwhelming, but it's a feeling, it's not a fact. The fact is, is flying is the safest mode of transport ever. And we're actually, as humans, so incredibly intelligent and lucky to have created this thing and to be able to experience it. You know, there are some people who have never even been able to go on a plane, and I am lucky in that aspect to have, you know, been able to do this. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, next next steps then, so that we can stalk and support you, would be? Um, the, the kind of advice that I've picked up in a group has been great. I think it's teaching to um, people who, who have overcome the fear, or are still based here, but still powering through it is, is great. Yeah, I just think the more knowledge I have, the better I'll do. Yeah. yeah. So, how are we going to know what the decision is? Then? Will you will you tell us? You know, we won't judge you. Just... Yeah. I'm going to keep you guys updated. I'm going to right. um, tell you when I, well, what, what I choose to do and when I go on my course and all that stuff. I'm going to keep everybody updated, definitely. Yeah. So what's your feeling right now? If I said to you, you had to make a decision right now, you're flying, not flying, what's the percentage split? That's a gut instinct. Gut instinct. I would say that I'm like 60, 40. At the moment, I'm going. Okay, uh, that's great. Yeah, I don't want to miss out on this experience. I really, really would love to go. I just feel like it, it, it just be fantastic to be able to experience that. And I feel like I've put myself one day. But the thought is, is I don't want to have any mechanic attacks. But... No, that's fair enough. No, who wants that? So, what? Yeah. So, so, a couple of questions just to sort of get you thinking about this then. And, and I like these questions just like, what is the impact of you not getting this sorted out? The impact is my dream kind of travel will just stop. You know, the the further stuff I'll be end up going to is Ibiza, and then that's about it. Because I feel I like I love going there so much. It's worth the fear, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but any and that it will it will prohibit me experiencing any more of the world and. I would like to get a job abroad one day and be able to come and um, kind of see my family frequently. But at the moment, as far as the fear stands, it's got to stop all of that. Yeah. So, yeah. it does sound like the impact to be quite dramatic then, to, if you don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And also, oh. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I'm, I'm meant to, uh, my family are from Grenada, 
um, in the Caribbean and we're meant to all go out there next year. Mm. And that's a long, it's a long journey. And, you know, we have to do a layover in Antigua and then fly to Grenada and then get this tiny, tiny plane that sits about 50 kilometers to the tiny island which I'm actually from. But it's it, a part of who I am. I need, I need to go there, you know. So I need to conquer this. And Mexico is not too far. So if I can get over Mexico, then I can definitely go. Yeah. Well, Mexico is a good um, a good one because that's a quite a longish flight, isn't it? But it's just, uh, you know, I'm assuming you're going direct, but it is still quite a fair old long flight. So that's good practice uh, one. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. There's quite a bit riding on this flying stuff and getting past it, isn't it? Massive, yeah. It is, it is the biggest, um, it's kind of the biggest thing like holding the gap in my life at the moment, my kind of fear of flying. I mean, I have a lot of anxieties over heights in general. Although, mm-hmm. weirdly enough, I'm not scared of heights when I'm in the plane. Doesn't make no. Well, it's good for sense to me. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Um, but yeah, no, I think I've just got to kind of get over it. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So what do you think you need to get you to change that 60% into a bigger number? I need to, I need to be confident in, in... I need to trust myself. Because my, my trust is not that I don't trust aviation or the staff. Or yeah. anything like that. Now, mm. I need to push through the fear yeah. and mm. really believe that it's just a feeling and it's not a fact. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what would need to happen for you to trust yourself like you did when you went to Turkey, do you think? Oh, gosh. I need to take this brain out and give it a good old shake of it. <laughs> <laughs> That is a service we offer. Yeah, John Bond would do that. Yeah, no problems. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, of course. I think also doing um, the field flying course is going to really help me. A bit more knowledge also just getting me through, you know, mm. I'm them and like that. So, yeah. So what what's in your mind to do? What what sort of thing are you looking at in terms of course-wise? Um, I'm looking at the... Um, I know EasyJet does one from Luton Airport where they um, take me... Like you have like the flight experience and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, I think that's what I, I kind of believe is that kind of flight experience. Mm-hmm. And so anything to do with that, I know British Airways does one. I'm not sure if they do the flight experience, no, but they do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to keep um, having a look. I mean, I live quite on city airports. So anything that was like, there would be um, perfect, really. But mm-hmm. yeah. So, so for you, the 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 thing will be to do the kind of the, the immersive thing. Do the flight, do the course with the flight attached to it. That's what you think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's what I think it saved me, the one who conquered their fear. Yeah. Um, immersive therapy is the best. Okay. Right. I've been a I'm at. And you, um, you agreed to come on this because you listened to the podcast as well. So is there a particular episode that you would recommend other people? Because there's a lot now. We're up to 145 today. Wow, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Are there any in particular that you think should definitely listen to this? Uh, episode 130 is fantastic. Um, I think it's, it's, there's a lot of people in that who 
when I was listening to him, I was thinking, he's still exactly the way I grew up. Mm. What I'm learning felt like this. I really kind of personalised my fear with this nobody else experience of it. Yeah. And um, so that episode, I think, is fantastic. Um, I can't Wish it was my it was. idea. It wasn't my idea. Oh, <laughs> it's not my idea, though. No. I can't oh. take any credit for it. I just recorded it, yeah. But... <laughs> it was too long, though, because somebody said to me, oh, it's too long. I thought, I just couldn't, I couldn't think of any of it that I could trim out, so I left it as it was. Oh, it was a great episode. Really, really good. That was the one I had on repeat. Also, there was a lady, I can't remember the number of the episodes, but she lived in France and then and then would have to fly. She, she'd drive well, back to England rather than getting on a plane, but then started getting on planes again. Mm. Um, and I really identified with her, and I found that really, really helpful. Um, it was a bit where she'd say, you know, she's got her children on the flight. She knew that they were safe. Um, but she wanted to get it on it on her, on her herself. Yeah, yeah. I felt like. I remember so, that one. I, yeah, that it that was it. Yeah. Cover what number that was though. I do remember that it, that was a not well, not too long ago that one was it. I was just no, and I think you know. I remember she mentioned the episode one hundred and thirty, and that's what made me go and listen to that one after. Okay, all right. And then also the episode where you do the breathing technique. Okay, fifty um, four. Yeah, yeah, fantastic yeah. episode. Yeah, 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 really good. Definitely recommend you download them if you're on Spotify or anything or whatever. You can download them on your phone and then listen to them mm. when you're on the plane, and then you know, you've got it all the way there. So they're great. Yeah, yeah. Have you listened to any of the pilot ones? I don't think I think I've listened to one with the pilot and it had like a segment in it. I don't think so. Because okay. there's a there's a bunch of them with uh, listen look listen out for Captain Steve. So he does a few about flying over water, flying at night, stages of flight, some of the early ones. Have a listen to that. They could they come highly recommended. So that'll be worth it. Have a listen. That'll be great. Yeah, absolutely. I'll definitely have a listen to those. Okay, so um we're gonna clear off shortly. So any final tips that you'd like to give? to the human um, I think best tip that I have is um, speak to the airline so when you board the plane if you can just quickly say to them I'm a really really nervous flyer go and get in your seat before they take off they'll come back to you and they'll have a quick chat with you and they'll keep coming back like most some of the most compassionate and kind people I've ever come across are flight attendants mm. and they'll re- they'll literally just look at you in this way where you just feel like this is uh, this is fine i'm fine everything's great also um i would like i've said on a number of occasions is um knowledge is power if you just try and educate yourself as much as possible on aviation and everything like that it will put a lot of your fears at rest and also there's no shame in being um, scared of flying either it's it's one of them things um but you can overcome it like so many people in our group have done, um, but there's no shame in it either. So, yeah. Okay, nice. All right, so we're going to, we'll be looking forward to your decision. And yeah. um, please, do you, you know, in the Love Fly Facebook group, do uh, put your comments in and stuff and, and you'll get lots of people chiming in to offer help, as I'm sure they have done already. And then, then we should be yep. looking to see what happens with you. Yeah. We want to know. We want regular updates. I will do. Fingers crossed I'll be sending you a picture um, of me in 
uh, Mexico, like of the yeah, yeah. of where ever I am. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Well, thank you, and uh, thank you so much for coming on today. And I'm really, really grateful of that. And I do wish you all the very best. I'm really pleased. Uh, I think yours is an interesting one. We quite like these in the group where someone comes on like early doors, you know, like they've got more work to do and then not yeah. finish article and then we sort of see. But then obviously you'll have to come back when you are much further away. You know, that, that's the rule. Yeah. I don't yeah, know the rules. It's just, it's just one of the rules, you know, that when you get over it, you've got to come back and tell us what you did. I will right. do, definitely, definitely. I'll look forward to that day as well when I can tell people I got over it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. thank you. It's lovely to meet you. Thank lovely you so to much you for coming. I'll give you your time up, and uh, and I can't wait to hear what's next. So I wish you all the very best. And, uh, thank you so much. Maybe you can just keep that sort of why you're doing it in your head. And yeah, it absolutely. You, what you will lose if you don't. That can be quite helpful in those kind of dark moments. Yeah, absolutely. I should write a list and just keep it. Put it. Put that in my um in my little care pack. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The care pack's getting bigger. By the yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks. Nice to meet you. Oh, Take care. Nice to meet you too. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Love Fly podcast. I hope you're finding it helpful with your fear of flying. Now, if you do need some extra tailored help, you can go to our website, lovefly.co.uk and click on the courses button. You'll find more help there, such as our 30-day programme and our on-demand webinar. Thanks again. See you next time.